This is the Plant Advice Gardening Podcast, Episode 32, Gardening Jobs and Plants of Interest for April. Plantadvice.co.uk for all your gardening needs. Hello and welcome to the Plant Advice Gardening Podcast with me, Richard Farrer. And me, Sue Mack. This is the podcast to help you get the very best out of your garden with our regular features such as jobs to do in the garden and plants of note for this time of year. Coming up in this episode, our plant of the month for April is Magnolia Denudata Yellow River. We have jobs to do in the garden and the vegetable garden and forthcoming garden and flower shows. We're now into April 2016 and the keen-eyed amongst you will notice we've been off air for a little while since about September, August, was it last year, Sue? About that. Yeah. It's been a... we had a bit of an odd season, didn't we, in the end of the year. Things went a little bit mad. We felt we needed a bit of a break. Coupled with the fact there's also not much to do in the garden for that time of year. We've had a little bit of a break. It's spring again, which means it's the beginning of the garden season. The bulbs are sticking their heads up. The daffodils are out here in the UK. They have been since the 1st of March and they're still going strong, aren't they, Sue? They are. When I lived to go to South Africa in January, I thought I was going to miss the daffodils. You were worried, weren't you? poking their heads out already because it's been so mild. And then I think it just got a cold spell and it's just kept them and they've been absolutely stunning. They've been flowering for months. Over a month, well over a month. We went to Anglesey Abbey, one of our favourite gardens close by. They've got a lovely winter garden. And one of the ladies at Anglesey Abbey there, she said the daffodils have been up much longer than they've ever been before. Because, as you say, it was warmer, so they'd come out they earlier. They started flowering. And all of a sudden, winter suddenly hit. It just it's held like them a big back, freezer, yes. a big fridge. Slowed them down. And they're yeah. still pretty. They are, and it's yeah. April. Yeah. They're really still pretty. Some are going. Fading a bit. We've got some tulips just beginning up. to come out in the front. So that's the next one we're looking forward to, isn't it? Yes. Tulips are one of my favourite plants. Remember when we went to Kirkenhof in mm. Holland? That was amazing. If anyone ever gets the chance to go to Kirkenhof Gardens in Holland around about April time, make a trip. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. It. Yeah, it really is. We're looking forward to going and seeing some bluebells in the next couple of weeks, aren't we? Yes. They're not quite out yet. But well, it, again, it depends, I suppose, because I've seen a lot in our local woods, but then it depends on where you are in the country, location, I And you do get little microclimates. Exactly. One place we're looking at going to, Cotton Manor in Northamptonshire, and I phoned up this afternoon, but they said, expect to be in the middle of April, a couple of weeks' time. So we'll give that a bit of a wait, and then we'll go and have a look and have a nice day out. Yes, and hopefully it'll be a little bit warmer. A little bit warmer. it's still got a bit of a chill. It's just about 12 degrees outside, so it is warming up slowly now, so things are starting to improve. You've cut the lawn once. Yes, but it's desperate for another cut. We've had a lot of rain, and it seems ironic the day we did have in the garden, we were installing a bit of a watering system, yes. weren't we? Yes, 
But we have to now because everything's sort of dormant and not coming up yet, so we have to. All the herbaceous perennials had died back, so there was not too much foliage in the back garden. We could see where we were going, and we were laying out some leaky hose pipe. And the idea is then in the summertime we can just switch the tap on and it gently leaks out and puts the water exactly where it needs it at the base of the plant and not wasting water either. It works really well. You've got it. The only thing is you do have to leave it running for a really long time. It does seem to take a long yeah, time. a couple maybe, of hours. Maybe other hose pipes leak a bit more than that. Yeah. Maybe our leaky hose pipe isn't quite as leaky as it should be. Yeah, I don't know, because you can see it coming out of you it, can, can't yeah. you? But yeah, it and does... it soaks the ground. But then I suppose where it soaks the ground on the top, as it dribbles down underneath, it will sort of spread out a bit. Well, this is it, yeah. So what goes on under the surface is not really represented by what happens on the top of the surface of the soil. That's true. You've also been preparing your hanging baskets. Yes, I have, but I think I have. I think I've lost two plants. I was getting very excitable. I was putting them out, but I think <laughs> a bit it's impatient. a little bit nippy. Not at night, believe no, me, not at night, not. but even during the day. I think it just, yeah, I think, you know, They're they still are a bit very tender. tender. They are tender. For our UK climate, mm. someone else, somewhere else in the world. Yeah. It'd be a different story. But yeah, they all planted up and started some vegetables as well. Lettuce, beetroot, spinach. It's all growing nicely. The only thing is it's all in the dining room, which <laughs> doesn't We don't always... have a greenhouse, unfortunately. <laughs> I know so you we think have we to would improvise. have a greenhouse. Yes. We need to get one, definitely. <laughs> it would be nice. It's just space, isn't it? It is. We've got a little covered cloche type thing, but... Yeah, we have to improvise, as most people do, I suppose. Exactly. You're lucky if you've got a greenhouse, but they also take a lot of time too, don't they? They do. Well, during our time off air, we had two messages from listeners, one from Jacqueline Larson from Southern California and another from Julie Bradby from Ballarat, Victoria, Australia, who asked very nicely if we were okay. Asking well, where, yes, we were. where we were. <laughs> well, we're well, back. Yeah, well, <laughs> ladies, we are okay. Yeah, we're just taking a bit of a break. And uh, and hopefully, like you, we're looking forward to the season. Although I know, Julie, being in Victoria and Australia, seasons are going to be anti-phase. So as we're coming into spring now and looking forward to the gardening season, you'll be battening down the hatches, I guess, for the winter time. But we're also looking to the flower shows, aren't we, Sue? We're looking we forward are. to those. Chelsea is the big one. We've applied to that, although uh, we seem to be struggling a little bit with that. Yes, we're waiting still, aren't we? We don't know if we've got authorisation. We'll be very disappointed if we don't get to our Chelsea flower show. It's one of the highlights of the year, isn't it? And gets you motivated for the season. Oh, it does. You come back zinging with ideas and seeing new plants. Last year, we saw camassias, didn't we, at Chris Beardshaw's garden? And based on that, we went and bought a couple and put them in the garden. And they're coming up, aren't they? It looks like one set is, but really well established. I can't see. We bought something else as well. GM. GM. A GM, yeah. We bought GM and I can't see that coming up yet. So it's early days though because it's still chilly. It is chilly. We didn't have a harsh winter. so But some things don't always survive. That's just like a draw. Know. Like our poor old Acer in the back. Oh, dear me. That's the second Acer. We'd moved position because where we originally had it, we thought the wind might be getting at it. And Acers don't like wind. We had it in a more sheltered position, but it didn't do very well. It it's lasted a season, season and died. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to try we're one try more time. We're going to try again and get a more established one, I think. And yeah. let's see if we can, because I love aces. I They're do. so beautiful. Beautiful foliage, aren't they? We've got it in a pot. 
We don't really have anywhere in the garden to put not it. Not really. Not when they had a bit of a redesign. Yeah. So, which but, we are thinking of doing, and you mm. put in an extra bed in the lawn at the back. Exactly. So we'll have to see. We will indeed. Plant of the month. Now, our plant of the month for April is Magnolia denudata, Yellow River. This one is a little bit different because it's a yellow colour, kind of peachy yellow. It is a beautiful flower this time of year. They flower on bare stems, but they're quite like goblet shaped oh, almost, oh, aren't they? they? Like oh, a big lovely. goblet. Yeah, magnolias. Again, it's are, the first sort of sign of spring, isn't it? Magnolias and the blossom coming out mm, on the trees. Yeah, very pretty. The magnolia, interestingly, is named after Pierre Magnol, who was a professor of botany in the 16th century, and it originates from China. Mm. It has been cultivated in Chinese Buddhist temple gardens since 600 AD, so it's been going for a long time. Long time. Also known as Fei Huang, or the lily tree, or tulip tree, or the Yulan magnolia. I can understand why they call it the tulip tree, because they do look a bit tulip-like, don't Very. they? Very, until they open. Yeah, and they they become but not they not quite as tight as a tulip, looking like a tulip, definitely. Very much so. This is a good specimen tree if you've got a small garden. It's fully hardy. The RHS have rated it as H6, which means it's hardy in all of the UK and Northern Europe, down to from about minus 15 to minus 20. So we'd be hard pushed to get those sort of temperatures here in the UK for sustained periods. It's a deciduous tree or shrub. can grow up to 6 to 10 metres and a spread of 6 to 10 metres, and it will tolerate full sun or partial shade. The flowers, as we say, large sort of tulip goblet shaped, 10 centimetres long, creamy yellow flowers from April to May on the bare branches. And it also has a bit of a lemon fragrance, which is quite pleasant. The foliage is bright green oval shaped leaves, about 15 centimetres long and about 8 centimetres wide. Soil-wise, it likes moist, fertile, well-drained, slightly acidic or ericaceous soil, and it prefers a sheltered site out of potential frost pockets and doesn't like exposed or windy position, so protect from hard spring frosts if you can. Best time to plant is in April, so now, with plenty of well-rotted garden manure or compost in the planting hole. And maintenance-wise, it's generally low maintenance. Good idea to mulch it in spring with some of your well-rotted garden compost. Water new plants well during the growing season until established, and that's a good plan to do with any new plant you put in, yeah, or anything you move. And prune after flowering when in full leaf to retain its shape and remove damaged or crossing branches, which again is good practice for any tree or shrub. Potential problems, it could suffer from scale insects, honey fungus, coral spot or grey mould. But if you've got a reasonable sized garden, I think that is a lovely sort of tree to have in it. Very pretty tree. April time, May time, when the flowers come out, how amazing to be greeted with that as a sort of indication that better things are afoot in a garden. Yes. Jobs to do in the garden. It is a busy time of year in the garden, getting things ready, cutting things back. Cleaning up. (laughs) Cleaning up. The winter seems to get a bit, yeah, the moss and all the dead dried branches from the previous years, things died. Yeah, it takes a while, doesn't it? But at least it's warming up out there, so it's not quite as cold as the winter time. 
So you can be cutting back penstemons and hardy fuchsias. Now that worst of the winter is becoming a bit of a distant memory, these two borderline hardy plants can be pruned. Last month, the potential for a severe late frost was still there, and the top growth of these plants protected the fresh basil shoots. But now that chance of the severe frost is gone, you can cut the older shoots down to these young basil shoots this time of year. Mulch the borders and the flower beds. Mulch this month were the aim to preventing soil moisture evaporation, locking in moisture from the previous months. Mulches also help to slow down weed growth particularly if a sterile mulch is used, for example, bark or cocoa shell. We want to get some bark yeah, from the front. And it, also, it actually looks nice, the bark. It looks really pretty. It does multiple jobs, yeah. Mm. A, it makes it look nice. B, it locks in the moisture, which means it's more efficient. You don't have to water as often. And C, it keeps the weeds down, so it's a good plan all round. And if you're mulching with something like compost, then there's some nutrition going in as well, At isn't there? At the same time. Yeah. April is also one of the busiest months for lawn care. We've cut the lawn once, but we'd like to cut it again, although it's been a bit soggy at the moment. Mowing is usually necessary at least once a week in April. Uh, Organic or inorganic feed wheat treatments can be applied to start help getting your lawn healthy. And the lawns can be scarified because the moss does build up over the winter time and any winter damage can be prepared with seed or turf. The first few times you cut the lawn, keep the lawnmower fairly raised up. Don't cut it short because it will be a bit of a shock mm. to the system for the lawn. Also, it won't look nice, will it? No, it'll, it's, it'll well, be because too it's low scraggy until, and, yeah. like we say, the moss in the lawn. Mm. Yeah. Lawns take a lot of work, actually, to get a really nice-looking mm. lawn. It's not an easy job. No. But they do set off the borders beautifully and somewhere to sit on and have your chin and tonic in the summer. That's right. <laughs> which we're looking forward to. <laughs> we're finishing off on a mulled wine and we'll be moving we'll over be, to gin and tonic. We'll be moving on to the G&T. <laughs> Everyone will think we're alcoholics. So. Oh. <laughs> we're not really. <laughs> no, no. But we like to appreciate the garden <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Herbaceous perennials. There's still time this month to split congested herbaceous perennials such as hostas or hookahs. We haven't split any this year, but I think last year we did move a few around and split up. Good we way have, to get extra no, plants as well. We have split a hookah this year. Yes, I remember the red one in the garden yes. down by the yeah, side. And, yeah. and it's doing well already. Both of them have survived. But again, I suppose it's right time of year, new growth, and we've had rain. They're getting going and the soil's moist. And yeah. if it doesn't rain, you do need to water, water. them in until they get established, yeah. But it's a good way to get free plants. And if you just need to split congested things, you've got a bit spare, give it to your friends and have a swap. Get some of their plants instead. So to do that, prise them apart with two forks or divide with a spade. And the centre of the perennial will probably be the most tired, so just keeps the outside sections. This time of year, you also need to be feeding roses with specialist rose food. And we've been spraying ours with a sulphur mixture. Yes, uh, I haven't added fed to, them yet, though. I haven't fed them yet. But I have put the sulphur on because yeah. I see some of them have already Getting got black, black spots. Spot. We did that last year. Black spots are fungal growth. And it made a big difference to the roses, help. didn't it? It did, yeah. yes. That's why I'm determined to keep on it this year. Keep on it. It seemed to work. So a bit of sulphur mixed in with water and sprayed over the roses. It does help with black spot. Deadhead early flowering bulbs, such as your daffodils. The plant then stops trying to produce seeds and puts all its energy back into the bulbs, ensuring you'll have a nice display of flowers again next year. Keep an eye on nighttime temperatures, however, and protect flowers of fruit trees when frost is forecast using the horticultural fleece. This will ensure you get a better crop later in the year. 
prune forsythia and early flowering shrubs as soon as they've finished flowering. Our forsythia is only just coming into flower though, isn't it? The yellow one at the front of the... Yeah, in the pot. No, no, the big yellow oh, one yes, in the front, yes, it by is. The front door. It is bizarre, isn't it? Because we thought everything was going to be early this year. And then suddenly and the it, brakes went on. Yes, and now I think everything's a little bit late. Yeah. But yeah, it's just starting. So we might well be pruning our foresight here in April, but it will be towards the end of be. April. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because it's, it's not in flower at the moment. Yeah, we're a few weeks behind, I think, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. Plant out half-hardy or tender summer bulbs such as dahlias and gladioli. Sow hardy annuals such as clarkia in the border where you want them to flower. And plant evergreen shrubs and trees. Our evergreen hedge is getting established slowly it's now. getting there Last now. year we had a problem where quite a few of the yew trees went sort of bronzy coloured. Yeah. Which is mad because they're not supposed to because they're not deciduous, but they didn't know that. And they've now turned around. We've just got one. One. <laughs> We've but got it's one still got green one. underneath. It's so still I think alive. it's surviving. It yeah. is still alive. <laughs> but that defeats us a little bit. But we're getting there. We've actually pruned the hedge a little bit. It just to start shows getting you into nature shape. will decide what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, you think you're in control, but oh no, 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 definitely not. And container grown plants can also be planted this month. In the vegetable garden, you can be sowing inside runner beans, tomatoes, marrows, courgettes, cucumbers, melons, pumpkins and sweet corn. We've got a friend which is bringing a few courgettes on for us, mm, isn't she? she's got a greenhouse, so that's going to help. And we do love our courgettes. We normally go for about two plants because any more than that, just, they take over the garden. Yes. But they are delicious. And so are your courgette muffins that you make with them. Mm. Perhaps we should put a recipe up for that sometime too. Yeah, that would be an idea. Yeah. When we get the courgettes coming out, we'll put up a... In the podcast. Well, yeah. yeah. Recipe for Sue's courgette muffins and a bit of chilli, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Nice spicy ones. You can also plant out with need to protect from frost, early and main crop potato varieties, kale, spinach, Swiss chard, calabrese lettuce, globe artichokes, one-year-old asparagus crowns, peas, carrots, French beans, leeks, onions, seeds and sets. And also young aubergine plants can be moved to a cold frame this month for hardening off. We've gone for a couple of potatoes in a bucket, haven't we? Yes. It's Interestingly, it's an old recycling bin from the council. We've drilled a few holes at the bottom to give a bit of drainage, filled up with compost and sticking two seed potatoes in. We have done that, but then we also want to get some bags, don't we? To get some more, We yeah. do like potatoes and, and they do taste different straight from oh, the garden. Oh, you can't beat them. Young new potatoes straight mm. from the garden, boiled and with a salad or something. And a brie. Divine. And a brie. Yeah. Translate for our podcast listeners, that's barbecue. barbecue. Unless you're in South Africa, you'll understand that brie. Uh-huh. Forthcoming garden shows. Now, forthcoming garden and flower shows for April. There's two shows coming up from the 15th to 17th of April. There's the RHS Spring Flower Show in Cardiff. And from the 21st to 24th of April, there's the Harrogate Spring Flower Show. We went to the Harrogate Autumn, Autumn. one, but never the Spring yeah. one. Maybe but, we should do a Spring yeah. one next year. We did do Malvern Spring one year, yeah. although it was a bit grim weather-wise. But, yeah, but we maybe could. we should do yeah. Yeah, yeah, either Cardiff or 
I mean, with Cardiff is interesting. Yeah, yeah I think we should do, maybe just make a weekend of it. Well, and then, my dad lives down in Swansea, yeah, not far from he, Cardiff, so we can yeah, build it all in. I think we should try and do this. Yeah, Cardiff would one. be different. That would be interesting to see. So that's about it for this episode. We're back after a bit of a rest, but looking forward to the garden. It's already looking quite pretty, isn't it, with the daffodils the and daffodils the tulips? The daffodils make it pretty, and, yeah. and I'm just dying for my wisteria to throw a shoot. Yes, it hasn't <laughs> keep shown. looking at it every yeah. day. Come on, come on. We've planted a little wisteria, which we want to try training up over a pergola and across the house. And this is going to be, what, it's second year or third year? Second. Second year. And That's why second, I keep watching yes. it. Like, please, please. <laughs> it hasn't shown any sign. No. But we've got some friends or, or uh, there's a house in the village where some friends used to live and they've got a big, quite established wisteria down the side. And you keep going to have a check to I see do, if that's put shoots out. they've gone and chopped it right back. Ah, well. So, which I think is the right time, isn't it? Yeah, wisteria, you don't, well, you prune them, but you don't cut them right back because you're trying to train the long growth usually over the side of a house. Well, I saw this morning that he's really hacked it right back. Well, perhaps he doesn't want it. Not everybody wants the same plants. Well, keep an eye and see what happens, see how it performs. It might still try to do something. Perhaps he's going to try retraining it in a different direction, don't know. Yeah, I was surprised to see that because it's like now it's the time it's going to really get shoot. Oh, well. We'll keep an eye, see what happens. We shall report back. So, yes, that's all for us for this month. We look forward to coming back to you again next month, which is May, which hopefully we will get our tickets to Chelsea Flower Show and we'll be reporting, if we get those, the following month. So, until then, that's all for this episode. Thanks ever so much for listening and I hope you listen again next month. Until then, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. podcast was brought to you by plantadvice.co.uk for all your gardening needs.